Hey guys, welcome to the FPL Juice Show Daily Podcast. It's Sunday, hope you're all doing well. Um, well, what a weekend it's been, especially for FPL and football. We got some answers potentially to some of our questions in the Community Shield. Um, and today we're going to have a look at the ramifications of that and also have a little look through the West Ham team. So, first of all, obviously yesterday we got to see uh, Man City versus Liverpool in the Community Shield. Great game, great spectacle, especially if you're a neutral like like most of us out there. Um, it was the big hype up for Haaland. I think a lot of is it going to be made of that miss and, and how he played. I think, personally, he didn't play terribly, but he's definitely going to have to adapt to how Man City play. I think that was very, very clear in terms of what we saw from that 90 minutes. Um, you know, he is used to making these uh, runs on the break and being found through through balls, whereas Man City do play a lot more kind of possession-based. See a lot of pundits talking about, um, you know, how they how they sort of slowly build up and, and he, is he going to be that striker that can adapt? Listen, he's got so much quality, I can't see that he's not going to be able to. But it's going to take a little while. And I think you will feel a lot of people seeing that match yesterday in his first big test will now be thinking, do I want to risk? Do I want to risk 11.5 million on a player that's not guaranteed when you've got Harry Kane sat there literally ready to go um, proven Premier League pre- um, pedigree. It's going to be difficult, I think, for seasoned pros to to go with Haaland instead of uh, Kane on the basis of what we saw yesterday. But listen, it's just one match. Anything could happen. He could he could turn up and absolutely tear it up in a couple of days. On the uh, on the positive side of things, obviously Liverpool ran out winners of that match, and we saw. Um, Darwin Nunes get his goal as well looked looked really good Um, and Carvalho as well when he came on played fantastically well so the future's looking bright for for Liverpool Um, and I do think it's going to be an interesting season for them you've got to feel like Klopp's going to be going for the league and and, and certainly with the quality they've got and the new players that come in it looks it looks all good for them Um, Alvarez well uh, Julian Alvarez for Man City of course, came on and scored after a 20-minute VIR check. But again, these these players that we're not really talking about or considering, you know, if they do start to get minutes like um, Nunes and like Alvarez, it'd be interesting. Obviously, both of them coming off the bench. We saw Firmino start up front for Liverpool. Um, interesting as well, we saw Maris start. Well, we just don't know. I mean, that, that front three, as we said, you know, Foden missed out yesterday, but that front three... Is, is just going to be so fluid, moving around. It's going to be really difficult to guess who is going to be the players to have for Man City. Um, but that result yesterday showed that Liverpool still are the top boys. We saw Salah get on the score sheet. We saw Trent. Um, unfortunately, because they're owned by um, 100% of people playing the game, we're probably not going to be able to celebrate the, uh, the Salah-Trent link-up goals too much. But they all count, I guess. They all count towards your points, Tally. So don't get too caught up in estimated uh, ownership. So on to West Ham. Um, fantastic season last year. Um, David Moyes has really, really got them playing well. Um, and they're an exciting team and have been for a couple of years. Good assets to have in, in FPL. At the back, um, we've got Lucas Fabianski. Now, 
decent keeper, um, you know, fairly consistent, is always going to score you between, I, I would say, 130 and 160 points, just bang on the money. He is 5 million, uh, as his price has been for the last three years. He's probably not someone priced at 5 million that we're going to look at, um, but who knows, if they do string together a few clean sheets and, um, you know, have a nice run of fixtures uh, further on in the season, then why not? Obviously, the game against Man City in the first week is going to put a lot of people off um, going with West Ham assets from the very start. However, there's going to be a point at the season, maybe in our wild card as we come towards World Cup and things like that, um, that we look to bring them in. But certainly, Fabianski, not very well owned at the minute. And you can understand why when you've got um, Mendy and uh, even Nick Pope at, at the same price. And then you've got cheaper options at four and a half that we've spoke about in other podcasts. Um, on to defence, so you've got, uh, you've got Aaron Cresswell, um, you know, who's one of my, my cult heroes, one of my favourite players uh, to own in FPL. Sadly, um, last year didn't really turn up, just the two goals and four assists. Um, I don't know, it just didn't happen for him last year. The season before, he was like Andy Robertson. He, I mean, he had 11 assists um, in 2021 um, and, and kept more clean sheets as well, but... Sadly, last season just didn't really warrant the price tag of five and a half. So he's back down to five million, which I do think is a decent price for him. If he has a season like uh, the one before, then he could well be an option um, at five million. But at the moment, there are a lot of good options at five million. And whilst we're waiting to see how much Carl Walker features, where Zinchenko fits into Arsenal, you know, there are better five million pound options out there. Also at five million, you've got uh, Craig Dawson, Ballon Dawson. Um, an absolute FPL cult hero as well. But again, I think 5 million is just that little bit too much for him. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. Yes, he does carry an aerial threat. Um, but if you're looking at value um, in that West Ham defence, I think uh, Soufal could really provide that, providing he's, he's getting all the starts. He did get less assists than um, the previous season last year. But, um, you know, nine assists in 2021. His debut season played fantastically well. Um, then we saw in 21-22, just the four assists, but he did play a lot less minutes and he missed some time out with injury. Um, started the season at five, ended up at 4.7. So I think 4.5 is the right price for him. Um, and who knows, he could be an option um, at that 4.5 price mark as well. Um, of course, they've got um, Nea Fagerd, who's their summer uh, signing, the def- defender, centre-back. Um, you know, again, at five million, there's probably other players, unless he suddenly transforms into something we haven't seen or heard about before. I think there's going to be other options around about um, five million you'll probably invest in. But let's see, West Ham could easily become that team to, to go to for clean sheets. They're pretty solid. Um, however, it may be the likes of... Um, Sue Fowl that's your, your, your cheapest way in at four and a half whereas the rest of them probably are going to be around about the five um, on to midfield some really nice options here really nice budget options as well sadly Lingard's not one of them he did not join West Ham um, he chose to take the money and run to Nottingham Forest which is absolutely fair enough that's your decision um, but it's a shame from an FPL perspective because I think a lot of people would have been jumping on him uh, had he signed for West Ham, seeing what he'd done a couple of seasons ago. However, let's look at what we have got. So first up, we can't not talk about Jared Bowen. 
Um, he's eight and a half, so he sits in a weird price point because he's just that half a mil more than your Mason Mount, Luis Diaz, Madison, Mares, Foden, uh, Kulisewski, Saka, all of those guys. He sits half a mil above, and it is when you look at the stats, it's easy to see why. Because last year, he got an incredible 17 assists and 12 goals, amassing over 200 points in FPL last year. Finished at uh, 6.9 at the end of the season because he'd been 6.5 for the three years prior. Price rise all the way up to 6.9. He had a great season. And this year, subsequently priced, as we said, at 8.5. Now, is he worth eight and a half he certainly can be because the thing you've got to factor in with the man city assets certainly there's rotation um even with saka and uh, mason mount the goals get shared around the rest of the team and to a, to a lesser extent madison is probably more involved in his team's play but we tend to find with west ham last year everything was going through jared bone he wasn't scoring him he was assisting him um and certainly when antonio went off the boil then it was a, a very, very kind of reliant uh, team that we saw on um, Jared Bowen. But whether we can keep it up is, is another matter. We've seen too many players over the years that have had an amazing season like that and then just completely drop off a cliff. So with that first Man City game up, um, it will put a lot of people off. One caveat to that I would say is we've seen Jared Bowen before some of his best games last year came against Man City, came against Liverpool, where he performed. So if you think, weighing it up, that he is going to be the player for you to fit in your midfield and maybe save a bit of money on a Sterling or a Bruno or, um, you know, downgrade from a, from a third premium and still have a quality player. If you do have him in your thoughts and, and, and your gut feeling is to go for him, I'll get him in from game week one. I really would because... You know, he will get at teams like Man City and Liverpool, have the space and counter-attack and be able to do what he does. So I wouldn't let it put me off at all. Um, then priced at £6 million, we've got Saeed Ben Rama. Uh, had a bit of a breakout season last year. Obviously came in quite hyped to the season before, but didn't get that many minutes. Went off like a train at the start of last season and then kind of slowly faded before slightly coming back towards the end of last season. He's £6 million, which I think is a really, really fair price for him. We know there's other options out there for similar. However... I do think that six is the right price for him. He could well be a player, depending. There was rumours about him getting moves away from West Ham on loan and things like that, but we'll have to wait and see. I would certainly think he's definitely one to watch for the moment. Um, in terms of cheap budget players, I think Pablo Fornells at five and a half could be a really nice option. Um, always going to score you over 100 points. And I think at five and a half offers fantastic value. Uh, especially if they're talking about Lanzini getting a move away. Um, he could be great. Also at five and a half, Suchek. Now, we know he was a bit of, again, a cult hero in uh, FPL a couple of seasons ago where he scored 10 goals um, in the season. Just a five for him last year. But he was priced at six, which was way too much. Five and a half makes it slightly more interesting. But I don't know. Again, you, you're looking for that aerial threat. You're looking for set-piece goals. You're probably going to, for five and a half, I'd rather someone who's much more fluid and involved in the all sort of through open play attacking areas of the pitch with Pablo Fornells. Um, and even Declan Rice, you know, was getting more involved in, uh, in, a, in attacking moves last year. But again, at five million, he is probably not one that we're going to be considering. Um, I would say out of the bunch, Fornells could be a really nice cheap differential pick, especially if Wolves don't start well and Neto's not, not in uh, the main uh, 
the main four thoughts of us as FPL managers. Then we've got uh, up front, Mikhail Antonio pretty much carried the team. He did have a great season last year. Listen, he scored 10 goals, got 10 assists. Um, I think the first like eight games of last year, he scored seven goals or something ridiculous. He was fantastic, fantastic value um, last year at, at seven and a half. And I think, you know, he's not moved up in price. He stayed exactly the same at seven and a half. 10 goals, 10 assists. He's about what you want for a seven and a half pound, uh, seven and a half million pound striker. Um, the complication is going to come in is whether you go for him or Wilson with Newcastle looking so, so strong um, this season. I really think um, that Callum Wilson, if he stays fit, could be the one. Um, but that's a big if to know if he does stay fit. And sadly, um, Mikhail Antonio is not the, uh, not the fittest, not the most durable player in terms of uh, FPL as well. We know that he does miss games from, on occasion. But if you get him in the right spot, um, you know, could be, could be absolutely worth the seven and a half if he does hit a bit of form. Um, and then finally, we've got uh, their new signing, who's for seven million, uh, Gianluca Scamacca. Um, you know, I don't watch a huge amount of Italian football. Um, I can't tell you if he's going to be the real deal. Certainly, what I would say is he had a great year last year. He scored 16 in 36 goals. Watch some of the, the clips of him. Looks like a really dynamic striker, can score all sorts of goals. Um, some great long-range strikes. Confident. Um, I mean, he could be great. And the big thing is, he's six foot five. He's going to be great in the air. He's only 23, so he's still young, still got time to grow. But I just don't know. He's going to be... It's going to be a one of those with a West Ham Italian West Ham striker. It could go either way as long as he's not like a Zaza. Uh, West Ham fans will be pleased, but it'll be interesting to see how he gets on. But certainly, I'm not going to be taking a punt on him for seven a million uh, right at the start of the season. He's going to be one that we'll wait and see. So that's the West Ham roundup, guys. So, so in, in kind of in summary, I would say keep an eye on Soufal. Um, he could be one to watch. Jared Bowen, definitely an exciting pick. And maybe as a bit of a budget option, Pablo Fornells. Let's keep an eye on everyone else. There's certainly going to be FPL assets in this West Ham team that we'll consider throughout the season, but we've just got to catch them at the right time. But uh, until then, guys, don't forget to jump on our YouTube channel. Give us a subscribe on there. Um, catch up on all the last content. All the videos are there for you. And of course, on Tuesday, we're going to have our live show where we will have guests. We'll have you guys interacting on the Juice Hotline as well. You can send your messages, get us to rate your drafts. This is the last show before FPL launches. So it's going to be a massive one. We'll look forward to seeing you on Tuesday. Have a great rest of your weekend and we'll catch you soon.